Father, faith. Our God is holy. He's our Father, and He is faithful. Anybody know Him to be faithful today? Has He been faithful to you? Has He brought you from a mighty long way? Oh God, has He written your name down in the Lamb's Book of Life? Has He healed your body? Has He made you whole? Has He made ways out of nowhere? He is holy. Thank you, God. Moses had to take his feet and shoes off his feet. Because the ground he was standing on was holy ground. Hallelujah. We don't have to take our shoes off today, but we're standing on holy ground. In the presence of the Lord. Thank you, God. Our God is holy. They tell me over in Isaiah chapter 6, the angels was crying. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his, full of his glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I was thinking as Sister Christie was preaching, uh, as she was reading the scripture this morning out of Luke 8, and, you know, they, the, the, the uh, uh, spaceship came back to earth today. And as she was reading that passage and showing how awesome and majestic our God is and how he created all of this stuff and gave man dominion, I said, God, you're awesome, God. You're a mighty God. Only you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank and we praise you for another day's journey, Lord. Thank you for the rain. Oh, God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your long-suffering. Thank you for forgiving us, Lord. Thank you for building us, Lord. Thank you for raising us up, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for placing our feet upon a solid rock. And that rock is Jesus. God, we thank you today. And we praise your most holy name, God. Bless the people here, there, and everywhere. That you alone will be glorified. These words, the Lord, that fall from my lips on today, let it just be the oracles of God. It's just what you said, God. For us to encourage one another and for us to, to know that we can go a little while longer, God. Standing on your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. We thank the Lord for another day, another day's journey, another day the Lord has made. And I often say I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. You know, it's a choice to bless the Lord. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. He said, my soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear them and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You know, the man didn't want to praise God by himself. He probably said, I don't have no problem praising him by myself. I don't have no problem dancing out of my clothes. But oh, how, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers and sisters to dwell together in unity. And where there's unity, there's strength. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Anybody walking in liberty today? Anybody free from sin and shame today? Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. No longer bound. No more chains holding me. Amanda, you all right now? You over there? You, you, if, you, if the Lord is giving you something, you better step on up. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Chucky, knock him out. Praise the Lord. <laughs> We'll, we'll praise God. Amen. We, we can have an early page, uh, uh, praise break. Amen. Because God is just that good. In the blessing for God's anointed people to come together in oneness of heart and oneness of mind. To fellowship in the house of the Lord. This Advent season, you know, uh, I see the hospitality elves have been by. <laughs> This begin to look a lot like Christmas. Amen. Jesus is the reason for the season. Some folks have problem with trees. I ain't got problem with nothing. You know what? Jesus is Lord. He's the center of my joy. All the trees, whether it's a Christmas tree or any tree, what do they? They all point straight up to heaven. Praise God. Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. So, you know, it's all good. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Uh, thought for today is a son is given. See, this is the season we're in. Amen. 
sisters, so good to see you in the house of the Lord today. We've been praying for you. God has touched your body and raised you up. Amen. Praise God. Mama Sonia's back in the house. Amen. From, from traveling, gallivanting all over the country. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Sister Carol still standing strong. And the saints are praying for you, Sister Carol, each and every day. Amen. Amen. We love you. God loves you. We just thank the Lord. For, we just thank God. Amen. I, it's, it's all right. I just got a heart of thanksgiving today. I, you know, I, I'm just grateful for who he is, for what he has done in my life and your life. We have a reason to praise the Lord today. Amen. When you just begin to think about it, you know, you ever take time just to reflect and look back over your life and say, wow, <laughs> how, how did I get from there to here? Where did I get from a place of despair to a place of trusting God in the midst of it all? And who did that? He did that. Jesus, the miracle man, he breaks the chains, amen. He sets the captive free. A son is given. Uh, that's, you know, the root word would have to be a gift. You know, there's gifts under the wheel. We had a little uh, 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 Christmas luncheon yesterday, and there was gifts all over the place. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, it looked like it must be Christmas time. Uh, folks are just rejoicing and thinking about the Lord, food with that sweet potato pies, peach cobbler. I say, hmm, I thought I had the world famous peach cobbler. <laughs> this is pretty good around here, you know. But uh, this is the time we're in, and it's all about Jesus. It's all about what he has done for us. And I tell you, we have a great, anybody got a grateful heart today? Hallelujah. Hmm? I, I'm just talking about showing up. Now, that, that's don't mean, that don't mean, Brother Chuck, I don't have no troubles. It doesn't mean I don't have any aches or pain, but I tell you what, I'm grateful to the Lord for things being as well as they are. I thank God for another day's journey to see the sun rise again. You know, it, it's deeper now than what it used to be for me. You know, the Lord, the Lord makes a difference in our life. You know, oh, I'm, I'm a, another day above ground. You know what? Yeah, that's true. I'm not dead. I'm not in the ground. But you know what? It's another day of blessings. It's another day of worship and praise. It's another day of experiencing the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, thank God. Because you, you can. You don't have to be in the grave to be dead. You, you, you know, when you, have, when you don't have Christ, you're a walking dead man or woman. But Jesus died that we might live. He's, it's the greatest gift that mankind have ever experienced. Jesus coming into the world. A son is given. Definition of given is presented as a gift bestowed without compensation. How many know we can't pay the Lord for what he's done? He paid it all over 2,000 years ago. He hung on the cross for your sins and for mine. That's love. Somebody say, well, well, the nails are hugging him. No, the nails didn't hold him up there. Love held him to the cross. Love for you and I. I, I am so grateful, Sister Patricia. The Lord looked down on, on a wretched sinner like me in my brokenness. Wow. In, in, in my time of confusion. And he saw me. And he drew me to himself. What a gift. Wow. A son given son is given. We're going to talk today. Let's talk about whose son. Given to who? Given to what? You know, uh, we're going to look at uh, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. And, I, you know, I, let me just read the, the first sentence of verse 6, and I want to double back on just some supporting scriptures here. Uh, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. I'll stop it right there for now. We'll read the rest of that passage out of the sixth and seventh verse. But, but you know, it, it pays to be thankful for who he is. It pays to be thankful and to recognize and realize, as I've just said, where he's brought us from, where he's taken us to. You know, I don't want the word of God to become just so passe, just so cliché as that. We just blow out these scriptures and thank God 
because God's word will never return void, but I don't want God's word to become just common voice. It's God's word, Pastor Jones, is deep. You know, you know uh, St. John 3.16, for God so loved the world. We're talking about a, a son giving, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Anybody here today know you have everlasting life. Are you in the room today? Can I just take a census if you know that? I think it's important to know that. See, John said these things are written that you might know that you have eternal life, and it's all because there's a son given. It goes on to say, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn Dim the world, but what? But that the world through him might be saved. Any saved folks in the house? Man. Like, like what Brother Tyrone say, I love this. <laughs> I love this. I can talk on this. I can talk on it all day. Amen. I know what you're talking about, brother. Amen. Look where he brought me from. The, the choir in Chicago, I mean, and, and, and uh, where was it? In Portland somewhere, they used to sing that thing. They used to say, look where <laughs> he brought me. All the choir, he said, look where he's doing like this. And they saw us saying, look where he brought me from. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Matthew 17 and 5. Remember uh, Jesus at the Mount of Transfiguration? You know, and, and who showed up beside Moses and Elijah? And, and, and see, God always has something to say about his son. Um, Matthew 17 5 say while he was still speaking behold a bright cloud overshadowed them Jesus, Elijah, Moses you know and, and, and the disciples they don't know what to do oh, okay should we make a couple of make some booths here and some, do, 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 get some food what you know sometimes just be still just, just be quiet and, and, and see the salvation of the Lord you know while he was still speaking behold a bright cloud overshadowed them and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son. This is God the Father talking. The creator of the universe. The great I am. The self-sufficient one. This is my beloved son, listen to this, in whom I am well pleased. Mm. You're talking about dotting every I and crossing every T. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. You know, we can say that about our kids sometimes. <laughs> but but God, God can say it all the time about his son. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Listen, listen to this, saints. This is for the church. Hear him. Mm. Hear him. Because he's still speaking. Hear him. Yes. See, because matter of fact, uh, I'm going to pull a quick one on the, on the uh, Intel group. Uh, Hebrews 1, 1 through 4. God, who at various times yes. and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. We're going to see that in Isaiah 9, uh, 9 today. Uh, but has in these last days right. spoken to us by his son. Anybody listening to the Lord today? Right. I, I ask this, uh, the Lord sometimes, is that a word from the Lord? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. She says, Pastor, it's always a word. Amen. Always a word. Who, who he has appointed heir of all things. Through whom also he made the worlds. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. All things, <laughs> all of my things, all of your things, by the word of his power. Wow. When he had by himself purged our sins. I don't know but y'all, but I didn't have just one sin. I was a sinner. Steeped in sin. Far from the peaceful shore. Very 
deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, and from the waters he lifted me. Now safe, now saved, now happy, now joyful, now running am I. <laughs> Praise God. Power, when he had by himself purged our sin, sit down at the right hand of the majesty on high. When you sit down, your work is done. Yes, sir. Don't let nobody come to your house and they ain't done start working yet. You give them some breakfast and coffee and they sit down. They're going to tell you, we'll be back tomorrow. You out there working, washing the car? Don't don't, don't stop and sit down until you dry that thing off, you know. But when but when but when he sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high, Jesus said, "It is finished to sell us out. It is done. It's a done deal. My blood prevails." Thank you, Lord. Uh, he said, "Having become so much better than the angels." Oh, Gabriel was so powerful. Michael so powerful. The host of angels, the heavenly host so powerful, saying it, glory to God. But, but wow, much better than the angels. As he has by inheritance, inheritance. Didn't even have, didn't have, didn't need no living trust. No, no will, no power of attorney. No, no paying for it or nothing. As he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name. I'm just saying, saints, there was a son given. And God does nothing because he has nothing else to do. Everything God does and everything God allows has purpose. Whether it makes sense to me or not, it has purpose. And and that prompts me to trust my Savior. It, It prompts me to trust the one who is holy, who is my father, and who is faithful. Even when I'm not faithful, the Bible says he's always faithful. He cannot deny himself. If he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, he meant that. I don't care how lonely it may feel, how cold it may be, if God said, I'll never leave you, you better believe he's right next to you. Wow. This word is making me happy. Y'all, y'all, I might need one of them parachutes when I saw that thing land with on the day. Shoot. Amen. And, you know, something about the Lord will put running in your feet. Clapping in your hand. Not for show. See, I'm out of the business of trying to pump folks up to praise God. If you love God, you're going to praise him. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you, you love the Lord. Eh? You don't need no priming. No, 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 no. He's been so good to me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And I, and I, amen. I, I'm standing in, and standing. It's like the old song say, it's, it's not my mother, it's not my father, but it's me, O oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. Anybody standing in the need of prayer today? Do you know that he's faithful and he's right there with you? He said in John 8, 36, Therefore, if the Son make you free, mm, you shall be free indeed. Is, are the saints free this morning? Are you free today? Free in your mind, free in your heart. Free in Jesus Christ. Amen. I think Galatians 5 and 1 say, walk freely in the liberty where Christ has made you free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I don't have to be bound. I don't have to be tangled up because he paid it all. In our passage for today, it's, it's, it's Pastor Jones that you, you know, as you do, prophecy is something else. God's prophecies have purpose. Sometimes uh, it's, it's fulfilled, some of it right in the instance. Some of it is for a, a, a near future time. And some is for eternity. But God said it, who is the author of eternity. He said, and this, I was looking at this, I was trying to get my little head around this, for unto us a child is born. Now, 
look at the prophet Isaiah, you look at the circumstances around him at that time and his prophecy to the wayward people of God. People who are steeped in idolatry. People who are on their way and some Israel taken to captivity in Assyria. Judah is on their way uh, to, to Babylon. It's coming, it's coming because God has said it's going to happen. And, and it, it wasn't a comfortable time and there was some doom and gloom being prophesied by the man of God because God was downloading to him. Just like today, sometimes we wonder, where is this thing going? How bad can our society get? But remember, he's holy. <laughs> hey, glory. He, he's faithful. He's our father, and he is in total control. So it was then, so it is now. Our God is yet moving in the midst of the chaos that we see today. He has left on record his word. He's told us he gives us a glimpse into the future. And what we need to do is stand still and stand up straight and proclaim what God has said. So God, you see it all through the prophets, that he'll send a word of condemnation. He'll send a word of destruction. He'll send a word letting them know the trouble is on the horizon. But just like any good father, he'll, Brother David, he'll, he'll put a little healing salve. He'll give you uh, some some hope, you know. I knew that when my mother be whooping us, as soon or later she gonna stop, <laughs> cause she loves us. <laughs> she, you know, she ain't gonna kill, she ain't gonna kill us. I know it was some hope. I had some hope. It, this the trouble don't last always, you know. See, <laughs> I told my sister, be quiet. That woman gonna kill you. Shut up. She's, but, but I said, oh, boy. I didn't ever have to go there. No, you didn't have to tell me twice. I'm done. She said, shut up. <laughs> okay. For unto us a child is born. Here's some hope in the midst of darkness. Because, see, sometimes, oftentimes, the good suffer with the bad. There were some godly people in Israel. There were some who was yet Trust in God in the midst of the chaos and the and the wrong things that was being perpetuated. There were people who still loved God, but but the word was out. Judgment is coming. Oh, thank God for it! For unto us a child is born. Here's a, here's a prophecy. This is something that in His time, He's saying it's going to happen. And then you move to to Nazareth and Bethlehem. For unto us a child is born. There was no room in the inn. Jesus born in a stable. Sable, you know, uh, they they migrate back home to Nazareth, where the angel had showed up to Mary, and, and Elizabeth got a baby jumping in her womb, and you know, so much going on. But they know, and everybody in town know that a child has been born, a special child, an anointed child. And, and then it, 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 it goes on to say, unto us, and this is what kind of really stood out, unto us a son is given. Whose son? The father's son. Given to who? To us, to mankind. Thank you, Lord, for the forgiveness of sin. A son is given. See, uh, I, I believe uh, uh, Brother Chucky this morning teaching in power, he's talking about Abraham and Isaac. And yet, I, uh, Abraham got to a point he believed God and he was going to sacrifice his son but God said not so there's a ram in the bush God did not hold back giving his son he didn't hold back sending his son in a, to a cold and dark and dying world a son is given the Messiah the anointed one wow the Christ child given and it says and the government will be up on his shoulder. This is future tense. See, it's coming a time where Jesus is going to come back and he's going to rule and reign in righteousness. And Satan's going to be bound for a thousand years. And then, then you know, the culmination will go on and Satan will be thrown in the lake of fire forever. But we will be in the presence of the Lord. God has given. Now, this is 700 years before Jesus is born. 700 years. 
living on a different continent. God's word stands true. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. How many know that the Lord has big shoulders? I'm so glad I don't have to carry so as much as I'm concerned about family members, the church, the church members. The situation, I'm so glad I don't have to carry this stuff around on my shoulders because I cannot do nothing with it. But I can take it to God in prayer. Oh, God, stretch out your hand in the name of Jesus, Lord. We're trusting you. We're dependent upon you. Amen. Sometimes we carry around stuff. We need to give it to the Lord. This stuff is so heavy. <laughs> it's so heavy. It's so heavy. But it's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing even hard for God. And I think this is what God has said. He wants us to rest in him. See, the government will be up on his shoulder, and his name will be called. Some translations say wonderful counselor. Some say wonderful comma counselor. But either way, his name shall be called wonderful. I heard a preacher one time telling folks, now don't y'all just be calling y'all kid all that wonderful. <laughs> There's one that's wonderful. It's, it's, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. His name shall be called Wonderful, uh, Marvelous, Astonishing. Has, has anybody just been in awe of God? Has he ever blessed your little socks completely off? <laughs> you know, you say, my words. <laughs> wow. It's his, his name, Wonderful, it is exciting. Oh, he's, oh, Pastor Jones, full of wonder. Man, thank you, Lord. And, and, and it says his name should be called Counselor. Guess what? You don't even have to pay for his consultation. All you got to do is take it to the Lord in prayer. The old mother's mother mother, some of the mother's mother, uh, a bit of them used to sing at the church, he's a great consolator. Y'all, yes. yes. anybody remember, it, see, some of y'all too young for that one. He's a great yes. consolator. He yes. consolated, but is that right, Pastor Amanda? He consolated me. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank, what a counselor. He, he said, he said, he, he, he's, <laughs> wow. He said, if any man is lacking in wisdom, he said, let him ask of me. And say, God will give it to you liberally. He don't hold back. And he, he don't disparage you for asking, God, I need wisdom in this situation. I need knowledge in this situation. God, you're the great counselor. You're my counselor. His name will be called Mighty God. <laughs> Thank you, God. El Shaddai. The Mighty God. Wow. Anytime you hear El, El Shaddai. Elohim. You talk about power? The power of God in his majesty. Thank you, Lord. He shall be called mighty God. Now, see, remember now, we're talking about a son given. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. See, see, we have to understand that Jesus didn't just show up in the manger. See, uh, some folks say, well, he was God here, then he was Jesus there, then he was the spirit. No. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was void and without form, and the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the face of the deep. And going on, keep reading, God say, let us make man. Wow. Thank you, God. God has presented himself to us in three distinct persons and not personalities, not entities. God is not schizoid. He has presented himself to man, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. That's who he is. How, how, how often are we praying sometimes? Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, God, send your word of healing. Send your word of deliverance. Clear my mind. Have anybody ever asked God to clear your mind? Oh, God. He said, I'll give you a new heart and a new mind. He said, I'll write my name on the tables of your heart. No longer will you have to have frontlets and bracelets on to tell you about the word of God. He said, I'll put it in your heart. Oh God, that old song says, it's in my heart. Yes. That melody. Yes. Wow. Yes, his name should be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty 
God. Listen to this one. Everlasting Father. Oh, man. How long is that now? Don't even bring the calendar out. Put your iPhone down. Eternity. Forever. Everlasting Father. You know, we, we've all had earthly fathers. And some of us have known our fathers, and some of us haven't, and some of them that we've known ain't been all that good. But we have an everlasting father, and we have had great fathers as well, earthly fathers who, who did all they knew how for their children. But guess what? We have to go on the other side, and our kids will remain, but the seeds need to be planted into their hearts and their minds that you have an everlasting father who will never leave you nor forsake you. Eternity past, eternity future. Jesus said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the everlasting Father. It, it's never a time where I cannot call upon the name of the Lord, and he shall be called the Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. Mm. That, that's, that's, that's pretty powerful. Because we need peace. We need peace today. You look to your left, you look to your right today, you don't see peace. But peace is in the Lord Jesus Christ. See, I think Colossians 3.15 says, and let the peace of God rule in your heart. Rule? You know, take over, take control. Let the peace of God rule in your heart, to which we're all called in one body and be thankful. See, it's a choice to allow the peace of God to rule in your heart. Here, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And so if we keep our mind on Jesus, those songs say, get your mind on Jesus. We're going to have a time. Amen. They get to sing it. We're going to have a good time. Amen. Call it on the name of the Lord. Praise God. I, I think, um, well, let's see. Let me see here. I think it's Matthew 16 and 33. This, this is off the chart. Let me go there. John 16, 33. Thank you, Sister Camille. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Matter of fact, we'll see verse 31. Jesus asked, do you finally believe this is New Living Translation? That's it. That's the interesting question. Do you finally believe? But the time is coming indeed. It's here now. When you will be scattered. Each one is going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may have what? Peace in me. So you got to remember, if you want peace, it's in him. Peace is in Jesus. This ain't nothing you can drum up. This ain't nothing you can meditate on. No, peace is in Jesus. Amen. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. That's pretty interesting in itself. In this world, you're going to have trials and sorrows. But take heart. So he's saying, you're going to have some issues. But he's saying, now, take heart. You know, stand your ground. Lift up your head and know that he is God. See? Take heart. He said, why? Because he have overcome the world. Man, thank you, Lord. So verse 7 says, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end of the increase of his government. See, see God's going to set all this stuff straight. But I'm so glad he set it straight in my heart. And, and just like we learned on this morning, I don't walk around, always walking around faithful, but he's faithful. I'm fallible, I make mistakes. He's infallible, he never makes a mistake. When I'm wrong, he gets me right. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is dwelling on the inside and said, no, no, Kermit, no, no, Reginald Perry Jr., you are wrong. And I said, thank you, God. See, because he chastises those who he loves. Yes. Amen. And, and so in, in governments today, you see corrupt governments today. 
but in his government, of the increase of his government and peace, his government and peace, it's coming a time, ain't going to be no bombs going off, ain't going to be no bombs dropping, ain't, no, ain't going to be no smash and grab, amen, it's going to be peace and serenity. It's going to be glory, hallelujah, in the presence of the Lord. My God, today, he said, he, he, he said, uh, 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 there will be no, of his peace, government and peace, there will be no end, of, on the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forevermore. Folks, today talking about justice. You, you, you really don't want justice. You, you, we better be, you better be talking about justice. Be, be marching for mercy, <laughs> grace and mercy. We are protesting. <laughs> we we need grace and mercy. See, because the righteous judge, he's going to make all things right. Thank you, God. And and guess what? The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Don't you know nothing is going to stop this? Nothing in this entire world. You know, I, I'm going to close, but I, I'm still hung up on, on, on one of our Bible studies on Thursday night. I'm going to close out with this, you all, and Pastor Jones can come and, as the Lord leading, but in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 through 17, a son is given, wow, to us, for us. He was hung up for our hang-ups. This passage, I haven't been able to shake it. It says, what version do I want? Okay, this is fine. New Living Translation. This is a trustworthy saying. And everyone should accept it. Listen to the saints real close. Christ Jesus, remember that uh, there was a son given. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. That's when you almost need it. Get your dance up. Get the chicken wings flying. (laughs) (laughs) Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Listen to what the writer, what Paul says. I am the worst of them all. Anybody ever feel like that yourself? But God had mercy on me. So that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. All honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal king, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God, and the church said amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen.
message a son is given you know as pastor was preaching it, it reminded me of Paul why was this son given Paul said something very interesting he said of himself I am the chief of sinners Jesus came to save sinners of whom I am the chiefest. Now, I don't know about Paul, but if Paul hadn't said it, I would have said it myself because I was the chiefest. Can you imagine that a son would come, a little baby boy would come to save kings, to save, to save presidents, to even save prime ministers and even uh, these crazies that we that we encounter in government he came to save them too a son is given you know we're going to be hearing about this son apparently the rest of the year because pastor almost took my message and took brother uh, Tyrone's message next week we all talking about the son so we're going to be hearing about the son the rest of the year so there must be something to say. One spirit, one spirit. The Lord is, is speaking to us about this son. Something about that son. Something about the name Jesus. A son is given. A child is born. Oh, my. Do you know why? Altar appeal. If you've never given your life to Christ, if you've never admitted to yourself and to God, I need help. I need a Savior. I need somebody to help relieve me of this burden of sin and shame. Guess what? We're celebrating Christmas because God sent a son. This son, his, he shall be called wonderful. Wonderful. When I hear that word wonderful, I think of wonder, full of wonder. Have you ever thought about God being full of wonder? When I look up in the sky, I see the wonder of God. Paul, pastor talked about it. He said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But it was the word that said, let there be. The Word of God in the beginning, John said, was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The logo spoke, let there be. Oh, my God, I'm giving my message up myself. You're going to hear more about this. But what a God we serve. What a God we serve. A son is given, given for us. So we're going to pray. We're going to pray you know, as much as we're celebrating, as glad we are to be in this time of the year because we're talking about that son, the gift from God. But there's so many other things going on around us. 
not just the corruption in government, not just the, the climate, not just the crime, but souls are dying. Men and women, boys and girls are hurting. You know, it's a wonderful thing to be able to get up and go and celebrate and, and get your tree out and put the decorations and the lights on the tree and on the, on the house. But, you know, there are people out there that don't have a home, not to mention a tree. They don't have a home. They don't have a, there are people that don't even have a country out there. There are people out there that, are, that walked the street in the cold last night. They didn't have food last night. There are people that got up this morning and didn't have anything to eat. There are mothers out there who didn't have pampers to change the baby. So you see, we have a lot to be thankful for. When we think about the fact that we can get up in the morning and we got a roof over our head, we, got a, we had a bed to sleep in last night and a pillow under our head and a blanket to keep us warm. And we had heat in the house. It was cold last night outside, but in our homes we had warmth. We have so much to be thankful for. But let's not forget those that didn't have. Let's not forget those that are hurting. Let's not forget those that are, that are in but the hospital beds. Don't forget Joe. Joe is very sick right now. Keep Joe in mind. Uh, the many, many people that are bereaved right now that have already lost loved ones. You hear about it in the news. People are just dying. 48-year-old guy with the, with the, the, the soccer, 48 years old, just died. At work, people are dropping like flies. We have so much to be thankful for. And in our thankfulness and in our prayers, remember those that need the most. Amen. And for those that need to know the Lord, you need the Lord to come into your life and to make God real to you this Christmas in a way that he has never done before. You haven't really had that really close walk with God. This is the time of year. And for those that know him already, for this is that time of year to share why you have lights up and why you have a tree with lights on it, why you put gifts under that tree, because God sent us his son to save sinners. Amen. Let us pray. Father, this afternoon, we're so thankful for you. Lord, not only for who you are, but for what you've done for sending Jesus into the world to save sinners of whom we whom I am the chiefest. God, you look beyond my faults and you saw my needs. Lord, I'm so thankful for your love. Your word tells us that you are love. Hallelujah. We thankful, Father, that we serve a God who is love. And there's nothing in this world that can separate us from your love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, neither height nor, nor depth can separate us. Nothing can separate us from your love. And so, Father, this afternoon, God, love on those that want to draw closer to you. Love on those, God, that don't know you in a real way. God, touch their hearts this afternoon, God. Let this Christmas season, this Christmas day, this Christmas holiday season be brand new. Let it refresh. Let it be a different one than it was last year so they know you in a real way. Oh, God, touch today. Touch the bereaved, those that have already lost loved ones that will have to celebrate this Christmas without that loved one. Look on those in hospital beds that are hopeful that they'll be able to get out and be able to go home and celebrate Christmas with the families. Lord, look on those that are homeless. Look on those that don't have food, don't have a shelter. Thank you, Lord, for those that had the shelters, that had the roof over their heads just for the night. Thank you, Lord, for this morning, for those that were able to go to the missions and eat something today. Thank you, Lord, for those children, Father who are with their mothers and their fathers. Whatever this situation, they're thankful to be with mom and daddy. But, oh, God, make a way where there was no way. Save today, God. Send healing today, God, in a way that you alone can do. Heal our hearts. Heal our relationships. Touch where we need to be touched. And so, Father, we're thankful. We're thankful. We're thankful. We love you today. 
Bless us, Lord, as we prepare to leave this place, but not your presence, God. Bless us. Go before us. Prepare us. Keep us safe on those wet streets. That box on the wall, as one said already, Lord, bless it. Every nickel, every dime, every quarter, every dollar, use it to your glory and bless it, Lord, to the usefulness of the growing and the nurturing of the kingdom of God. And so we thank you today. We thank you, Lord, for our musicians. Bless them. And as we get ready to leave, Lord, let us be blessed with songs from Zion. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Amen.